Hello, coffee lovers. In between interviews on why we need to meet up over coffee, I'll share short episodes that delve into all things coffee. Think of them as a shot of espresso. Now here's your coffee culture short. I'm Holly Shannon. Hello, coffee lovers. I have a single shot coffee short for you today. Um, And this is a follow-up to the last episode. So I hope you got a chance to hear about all the coffee spies and espionage and crime in the last episode. And that was then. And I'm going to talk a little bit right now. Um, I have put together a few articles and um, put together my thoughts on it. So I'm going to read this to you. Ethiopian law prohibits the sale of export quality coffee locally. And although it's considered the birthplace, this has not stopped illegal trade growing into an organized criminal enterprise. As Africa's largest coffee exporter and the fifth largest globally, coffee is the country's main export commodity. It produces upwards of 30% of its export revenue. So you can see where a criminal enterprise is ripe to grow alongside those coffee beans. Exporting is controlled. However, less was exported in 2021, which drove the red flags up for the Ethiopian Coffee and Tea Authority. Therein lies the grounds for organized crime. Yes, pardon the pun. I had to write it in there, right? The local market is more profitable for licensed coffee exporters than the international market. Exporting coffee involves cumbersome bureaucratic procedures and expenses. So it is purported that government employees are complicit in the illegal trade, going so far as altering the coffee's documentation for exporters to sell locally. So, in complicated and illicit ways, these illegal traders buy export standard coffee directly from farmers and producers and sell it on the domestic market. And this dance is choreographed countrywide. It is believed that police commanders play a part. This is easy to see the path to this part of the crime because the legislation entitles a police or customs officer who sees illegal coffee to a sum of money after the government sells the confiscated product, of course. Because it is considered a natural resource, you can also see how blurry the lines of government authority are here. Prosecution is often impossible as it then enters the legal system. It happens because enforcement of law between federal and regional law is strangled with corruption and peppered with politics. In conclusion, if illicit local sales of export-grade coffee make it profitable to perpetuate the crimes, there will always be that undercurrent of organized crime happening in coffee farms. Share your thoughts and ideas on coffee culture. You could put them in the reviews on Apple Podcasts or DM me on Instagram. And if you'd like to support an indie podcaster, there is a link in the show notes for buying me a coffee. Please subscribe and share a cup of coffee culture with your friends. This season is produced by Pale Blue Studios.